Hey, welcome to another episode of Christy Doesn't Know Shit About Movies, the podcast, where Christy dissects movies she's never seen. And I describe them, too. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of what I meant. No, you can dissect a movie. That could just be me sitting here, like, with a scalpel and a DVD, and just the sounds of that happening. True that. Yeah. All right, our first episode is 1994's Angels in the Outfield. What do you think Angels in the Outfield's about? Our first episode, is it? Yeah, yeah. Our first movie? Our, our, what did I say? You said our first episode is okay, Angels me, in the Outfield. Let me go again. Hey, welcome to another episode of Christy Doesn't Know Shit About Movies, the podcast, where Christy explains movies she's never seen before. Our first movie is 1994's Angels in the Outfield. What do you think Angels in the Outfield's about? I just want to point out the disdain in your voice as you uh, re-recorded that. Um, we'll have to put the other one in the bloopers. Um, <clears throat> Angels in the Outfield is, I'm going to say, a Disney movie. A Disney mm. live-action 90s mm. movie, which can only mean it was garbage. It is also a sports movie, which makes it even garbagier garbage. What makes you say that? Because uh, sports are garbage, and movies about sports are scripted garbage. What What gave away the fact that it's an, a sports-related movie? Outfield. The word outfield, I believe, is associated with um, good old American baseball. Yeah. Uh, just as a warning, I'm going to probably say basketball at some point because those two words are interchangeable. Just say b-ball. That really sounds like I'm talking about basketball. Or bocce ball. Yeah, or beach ball. <laughs> Is beach ball a sport? Yeah, I'm I sure. I could just be talking about a beach ball. It could be. Yeah. Um, what, what, what do you think the movie's about? Yeah, the movie. Um... A young, lonely Macaulay Culkin is sad. Um, I think his dad died. And his dad died before he ever got to throw a ball around with them, which is uh, upsetting for Americans, I believe. Um, so his dead dad is Disney. They were trying to throw in some diversity. His dead dad, Forrest Whitaker, is dead. Macaulay Culkin is very sad by this and starts hallucinating that angels are in his cornfield in his backyard. So he torches the cornfield because <laughs> that's the fastest way clear a field and he just starts building a baseball diamond I believe is what they call them mm. yeah and his mom's probably like what are you doing and Macaulay Culkin's like my dad's dead and she's like that seems legitimate so she just lets him do this and he hallucinates some angels and he's like if I build it they will come um, in his dead-eyed little Macaulay Culkin way. So, he 
Yeah, he builds a baseball diamond, gets all his friends to come see his uh, quote-unquote angels come play. I believe the angels are a team as well. Was this like some Mighty Ducks bullshit where Disney bought a team and then made a movie about them to kind of try to make people care about the team so that Disney could then make more money off of the team? Yes. Okay. Um... So the L.A. Angels, possibly a real team. <laughs> I don't follow my sports too well. The it's LA... La- Los Angeles, the city of lost angels. You got something. Oh, there. yeah, that makes sense. That's legit. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed. Okay. See, I know some things. Um, so the L.A. Angels, under endorsement by Disney, um, appear in this child's burnt cornfield to play a game of baseball for his hick-ass friends. And in the end, Macaulay Culkin's uh, dead Forrest Whitaker dad is also there. And they sit and uh, watch the game together. So what, Macaulay Culkin's not even playing? No. He's just watching? Yeah, he never actually gets to have a game of catch with his dead ghost dad. Um, This movie was just a cash grab. Disney (coughs) did not think it through plot-wise because they didn't really care. The kids weren't going to catch that the initial (coughs) starting reason for the movie was no longer continued through to the end. So they just bought the LA Angels and then were like, fuck, we're we're too deep into this. We're going to have to make a movie no matter what. Well, they bought the Angels, and then they were like, this team sucks, and nobody's buying their merch. So they came up with a movie, much like they did for Pirates of the Caribbean, when they were like, this is a dumbass ride. Nobody goes on this. Let's put $2,500 million into this. I think, yeah, that's the number I want. Uh, And trick Christy into thinking that the ride might be good and just watch her bitterly sit on that like 10 minute ride while animatronic pirates are singing at her they did the same thing with the LA Angels shove money at it if you film it they will pay alright moving right along our next movie not episode. Our next movie <laughs> is 2000's Big Mama's House. What do you think Big Mama's House is about? Oh. Oh, this one's hard because I can't remember if it's an Eddie Murphy movie or if it's like those dudes who do scary movie. It was 2000, you said? Yeah. Uh, this was- you're, you're talking about the Wayans Brothers. Damon Wayans and Marlon Wayans. White chicks? Yeah, that's them. The Wayans brothers. Yeah. Okay, I don't think it was them. I feel like that was before their time. Can I just stop you now and say it's neither of them? It's not Eddie Murphy either? No. In my story, it's Eddie Murphy. Okay. Eddie Murphy gets a spinoff from The Nutty Professor. This is his last chance to ever uh, be accepted in Hollywood. Um, after that, no one wanted to look at him, and he just became a donkey. 
So, uh, in Eddie Murphy's last chance to produce something successful, um, he plays all the characters in the big flop, Big Mama's House. Essentially, he's just in drag and playing up as many stereotypes as he possibly can fit into what I can't imagine was much over one hour. It was like an hour five. Yeah. They were like, to be considered a movie, you have to be over an hour. And it's like an hour and five seconds (laughs) of as many stereotypes uh, and giant red dresses that he could get from Walmart. Um... The plot is probably something just dreadful and stereotypical. There's, there's got to be a little bit of conflict for it to work as a movie, right? The conflict is probably something food-related. I can imagine it's something food-related. Either, like, a delivery guy didn't get there on time or, like, she needs a certain spice to make a food. Like, There's got to be a meal involved and all the relatives are coming over for this meal, and if it's not perfect, she'll look a fool to everyone. So um, she's having this conflict, even though, really, it's just herself judging her, because Eddie Murphy is the only character in there. He even plays the small children. There's a baby it was just Eddie Murphy's face superimposed on it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't go any more into detail. That... Like, I'm sure the pitch for that movie wasn't even that long. He probably paid to have it made himself. He, yeah, he, and he was probably just like, I'm going to be fat and wear a dress. And they're like, okay, here's a budget. Yeah. All right. Our last movie of the episode is 2003's Bruce Almighty. What do you think Bruce Almighty is about? I think I've seen that one. Oh. You think or you have? I'm pretty sure I've seen both Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty. Oh, shit. Bruce. This is this is a rare occasion, people. The first one, yeah, I've seen that one. That's the one with Jim Carrey and um, March of the Penguins dude, the narrator. Morgan Freeman? Yeah. Yeah. He plays God. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Damn. I can't do this. All right. Well. I've seen really random movies, just not... Like typically, I'm, I'm ones stupefied. See. I, I'm completely stupefied that you've seen this movie. Yeah, stupid is definitely the beginning of a word I would use. All right, well, that's that episode. We'll, we'll have something more for you next time, hopefully. Oh, you don't have a backup movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's terrible planning. Uh, sorry. Okay. I mean, you're bound to run into a movie out of the <laughs> 20 that I've ever seen. Well, it happened. So we'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. That's awful.